with DP and J. Well, if you're feeling all right and you think you're on, somebody let me know. Well, everybody in the play put a whistle in your face. Screaming out and say, yo, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, hey, man. Oh, <laughs> one more, last thing about Colton Feast, man. You know, yeah. sometimes when you got a new, new regime, man, you just got to kind of rip the band-aid off so it's still it's still go big red you know it's all good Colton, i'm gonna tell you one thing about colton feast is gonna work out for him anyway no i mean you know it it's look, gonna work out for him he's a good dude he had and people Nebraska gonna, looking they out gotta for win. Him. they're gonna win and, and uh, you know they gotta win and so it's not a bad thing it's not an indictment on anybody or anything like that um it's just part of the business it is man it's the it's the i wish kids understood and really they hear you when you do when you tell them it's a business but they ain't listening. But then when they when it hits them in the face, they act like like the meteorite that came down there and fell at their doorstep. Dad, how come you didn't tell me? You, yeah. I, I had to make a decision. Yeah, no, I, yeah I did. Yeah, I did. You, yeah. Didn't, you didn't hear me. All these young – I mean, look, they're finding out about it, and that's the way business is going to be now. Like, that's, that's how it's going – this is how college football, college athletics, this is how we're going to do it. Yeah. But this is how what, we're going to ask for. But you know what, Nate? Them dogs – and them silver bullets about the lock, the lock horns, man. Boy, there would be nothing better to getting ready. I'm telling you, people don't understand. Like the like, silver britches. I did not understand like being a competitor. Like there's nothing like getting ready for a big game. Nothing like it. What's 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 it's this nothing. week? It's it's Wednesday. What's it like? For for the folks, uh, both teams they're in Atlanta, so Georgia mm-hmm. and Ohio State they're in Atlanta for the Peach Bowl. And today, I would imagine is is tomorrow's probably the last full day. Of, the game's on of, Saturday, right? Yeah, game Saturday. Saturday night. Yeah, today is the last if they last day of really getting after it. Tomorrow is you know no pads, you know kind of spiders, you know. And and well, at least what we used to do was like the coaches didn't say anything. We had to figure it out. Friday's walkthrough, Saturday is on. But there's nothing like playing. A big, there, I'm telling you, there is nothing like it. The NFL is every week. But in college, when you play in these type of games, nothing like it. Like, I mean, all the Patrick how, – how did you, Nebraska – I know you talked about Coach Osborne and how he kind of separated the game and all the things around right. the game. How does – what's the best way as a player for you to get through the week of, like, people well, reaching I mean, out, people wanting tickets, people wanting to yeah. hang out with you. How do you deal with that? Well, we well, we try to handle all that before you leave. You know, I mean, you don't need you know, you don't need anybody trying to show up on Friday and talking about I need five tickets to the game. Well, you just What's different you now cuz the cell phones and, you know. Well, yeah, true, but, but I'm just saying there's nothing you can at that point in time you're not I, getting any more tickets. Not, yeah, <laughs> and I'm not trying either. That's not gonna my energy is not going to get you tickets because you didn't. You Could choose. you get through that? Is it, it's tougher now, right, for the athletes than it was because no, you I, could at least separate you. If they didn't have your hotel room number, yeah, they couldn't get a hold of you. I don't. It shouldn't be that tough. It, it generally, if you seek that type of, it, it it's only tough if you let it. And a lot of times, teams cut it off anyways. So ideally, all the logistics stuff you want to get done before you get on the plane to come down here or come down there, or go down there, and then when you get down there, yeah, you got obligations, and you're well aware of it, and it's actually a good break. 
You know what I mean? So, you you know, you're in meetings, practice. I mean, you're out of school, so you ain't got to worry about to go to classes. So you're on kind of a professional schedule. So you're kind of going along, you know, and there's only so much tape you can watch. And I'm sure they've watched every game. They've seen the breakdowns. You're at practice. You're waiting for the game. So you want that kind of, you know, release, I guess, to go and, you know, see it. Then you get to go to some things where you kind of size up your opponent, see, you know, see who you're about to go against, and you do the whole dog and pony show. But at the end of the at the end of the day, it's an on and off switch. You're on, meetings, practice, off, going there, but you're still operating it within the back of your mind. And as soon as you get on that bus to go back to the hotel, you're back on the game. Is it easier for Michigan having gone through it, just gone sure. through it, than TCU? Yeah, because TCU's got it's got you got new new boosters who want to now you know Peacock. Yeah. Well, you and, just got everybody wants to be evolved. Yeah, so and Michigan's been there, and they and they and they viewed like I mentioned before that they were just happy to be there. That's their excuse that they were ha- that's the difference. They were happy to be there. You know that concerns me because you didn't come to terms with that you got destroyed. You just flat out got your butt kicked, and that's fine. You lost to the national champions. Don't sit up there and tell me because you guys decided to be in the ocean for like an hour that you just went up there and got molly molly wop. No, they got smoked. You got stomped. So, but for TCU, you this is a new place for them. Like, I mean, I'm not even sure that this is on their dream list. Like the season's beginning. They could could tell you that they thought that they were going to be in the college football playoffs before the season. They lying, right? But it's a magical season. Yeah, they're really they're a legitimate team. Um, and they don't have a lot of experience. I mean, you got to think their coaches got fired or, you know, fired or resigned last year. So the, it's not like they went to the Rose Bowl and be like, okay, we know what it's like to go to a huge bowl. Right. So, you know, this is new for them. But I think if the coaches and the leadership and they and, and a lot of their leadership comes from their strength and conditioning coach and their coaches, that they keep it together and keep the guys focused, they'll be just fine. And how it could really work in their favor is they just show up and play. You ain't favored. You're supposed to lose. You're the underdog. Just play loose. Let it wing. What's the difference? Who cares? You're right. Go out, hey, ball to you fall. So just go out there and just ball because you don't know no better. If you have too much pressure, you can do like they they can. As much as Michigan can learn from being in this position from last year, TCU can learn from being in really in more real time, which is in the Big 12 championship. Then when you flip to Ohio State and Georgia, right, it's – there is no – this isn't new to – They every game that they play is, is like this, home or away. Yeah, everybody so, that right, lines every, up right. against the Silver Bridges, this is a big so deal. So this is no big deal. So in being in this position is no big deal. But it's different now where Georgia is the odds-on favorite, but they're not as explosive as they were last year, quiet as kept. If you look at that, they don't have pickings anymore. They're not as dominant up front. They've been played closer, but they've been able to – they have that championship pedigree. They don't have – 10 first-round picks, you know, the dude didn't even start was number one pick, Walker. You know what I mean? They don't have that, but they're still deep, right? Then they got a quarterback that's been there before. Exactly, and that's the calming factor. Mm-hmm. But any quarterback that gets hit numerous times over and over and over can be defeated. Now, where Ohio State is, I want to say, angst or in trouble is that the last time that they played, they not only got beat physically, they got beat mentally, and they got beat out executed. As far as in in, the, in mentally and execution, are the same thing because there's a lot of busts, right? That's the last time that you played. And then the fourth thing, which is most important, it was against Michigan at home. Now you're facing kind of 
Michigan on steroids, which supposedly is Georgia with their running attack. So now it comes – now it's a mentality type of thing. And sometimes you could play just not to get your butt kicked and not play to win. You have to play, I'm going to bring it. We aren't a soft team, and we're playing to win the game because there is no tomorrow. There is no we can wait for USC and we'll get into it. This is do or die. And you got to and 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 you got to and your big nine big team big name players have got to play. You can't be soft because there will be. I mean, Ohio State's got got a real problem. Some of their best players aren't playing. And well, you and, can't and, say Jackson again. He's been out all year. Um, I mean, look, man. There's questions abound. Are we paying two million dollars for a defense coordinator? They ain't fix nothing. One of the defenses that have been, you know, kind of opportunistic and, and looked f- more physical all year until they played against Michigan, and then not only were we not physical in the run game, stopping the run game, yeah, man, we were giving up explosive plays to play to, for no reason. I mean, we're busting right before halftime with the lead. You know what I mean? And so that's also, the question. I mean, Georgia absolutely smoked LSU too. Right. I know that they watched that film. Like Georgia right. scored what thirty five in the first. Yeah, half? that was the right. first game of the season, and it just. Well, the SEC championship yeah. game. Yeah. I just, mean, they just, just absolutely looked. smoked them. Right, and it, and the team that's comparable or was comparable to them was Tennessee, and Georgia took a pretty good beat. Now, granted, you know, to bite out of them. Now, where they can have some confidence, South Carolina gave them gave them some of that business. So I'm telling you, if if Ohio State can get can, and first of all. Playing football, anytime that you play football, you're a tough player. But you got you're tough, right? But you gotta play with toughness mentally, which will then control you physically. Right? Um, and you gotta be willing to put your body on the line. This isn't a game to worry about your draft status. This has gotta be a grimy, dirty, filthy phone booth game. And then you hand it over to the offense and say, Do your thing. Get me something. Because you don't. Hey. Let me ask you to rank the four quarterbacks. Where would you place them? Because to, to me, this is fascinating. It, it's hard, <laughs> right? Like it, like you, ranking. Well, I mean, you got to give. I mean, first of all, you got to give Bennett the nod because of he's the defending champ, whether you like him or love him. But I, then you got CJ. He was a Heisman candidate, right? You got CJ Stroud there, and you got Doug. <laughs> Right, you got Doug in there. I think for me, JJ McCarthy is way down there, at number four, and then it's a toss up between all those three, the other three, because of different reasons. You got CJ Stroud that's actually played really well all year, been consistent. Lost to Michigan, you lost one game, um, but Bennett has been that guy. He was the one that brought them back when they were down sixteen to six or whatever at halftime, mm-hmm. and end up winning twenty six or twenty two to six. It's twenty two to six, end up winning twenty six twenty two. And then Duggan has been the, you know, the right-handed version of Tim Tebow, pretty much. I'll so like, I would probably go Bennett, C.J. Stroud, Duggan. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't bat an eye if I was a new coach and I was starting with any of those three or any of those four. I can see why Harbaugh went to J.J. McCarthy because he gives you a different skill set. I just have not seen him deal with adversity yet, and I have a strong feeling within these next two games, it's going to fall right in his lap that he has to go win the game which was the next question was who's most likely to win the game for the teams that they're playing on the three that i talked about like having to make plays i've seen them done it before yeah 
then I will we'll finish the segment with this. Rank the four coaches. Who? Well, Kirby Smart probably go be number one for me. Um, Defending champion, just like Stetson Bennett. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, number well one, you he, give credit he, to well, it. Well, right. he built it up. He's a national champion. Yeah. Um, he's there. Um, and the, now I'm going to rank the coaches based on their tenure mm-hmm. from year one. So then I'll go with Ryan Day. Okay. In real time, I'm saying it's Harbaugh because what he's done. In current times, he's in, he's, current he's had times, days he, number. He's like, had day, He's in the last two years, and that's mm-hmm. what some, sometimes you can get so fixated on the present you forget that just two years ago, Ohio State put seventy points up on it. I mean, to to the point that the dude almost got fired. Well, but that's why he had to change, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so I'd probably go Harbaugh number two, uh, day three, um, and then Dykes four. But they're all great coaches. Nate, if you had to, you, it's your it's the fighting Nate Brennan, right? Mm-hmm. How you how you drafting these quarterbacks? I'd go Stetson Bennett one, just because I mean he's a defending national champion. No one else can say that. Uh, this was this question was all about number two for me. <laughs> just just to see, I'd go Duggan. <laughs> I go Duggan. <laughs> he, he, that he, the fourth he, quarter he, in that game against Kansas he, State, he single handed willed that team for a chance to win. He did. It, but literally, it was him, and then everybody else would just watch. But yeah. but they didn't win. They didn't. But he put them. <laughs> and then the thing win. is, I don't know if TCU will beat Michigan, but I think that he will put them in a position to win. Yeah, I I, I, mean, I, I think it'll be. Fa- I, I think it'll be fascinating. Like I said, just as you we get it, da- days closer to to, to Saturday. But there's nothing – I can't keep saying there's nothing like it. Well, we've got – we've got – When you got to walk that aisle, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know you know they're going to give you your best shot. They, we, there ain't nothing like it, man. That's there when Nate like puts it. on his best suit and he Nate. has the most hair gel. That's right. Nate. Is, yeah. Nate. <laughs> gotta, I'll be putting the moose in my Nate, hair. The best tie. There's nothing like playing <laughs> football when you know you can't make – there is no play. You can't make a mistake. You, you have to you, you have to stay off the sideline, Nate. <laughs> That's when I'd be getting hyped. I'd be getting hyped. Hey, what, game, what game was that that the dude ran off the sideline and tackled the dude on the punt? It was just recent. Yeah. That's you. Know, he ran off the sideline. Anything to win. We kept, we kept, I kept expecting him just to go. He did get away with it. You see that? He got away with it. I kept expecting him to go, Nathan Brennan just <laughs> – <laughs> we'll close it out. We got some quarterback questions around the NFL. I need to know what Jay Foreman would do with Tua. Uh, there's lots of questions to talk about when we get back to old school. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller.
Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller.